It's Christian Martin. I'm coming to you from Miami, Florida. Today, I'm about to get on a cruise. It's a business cruise, so there's going to be some masterminding. But before I board the cruise, I wanted to talk to you about part two of 18 Lessons I Learned in 2018. You're about to be introduced to a group of fly-under-the-radar marketers who you've probably never heard of, living life on their own terms, working from anywhere in the world. While others live to work, we work to live. We reject the status quo, the cubicle, and the morning rush hour. We don't allow a boss to tell us how to live our lives. Instead of waiting until we're old and gray, we're spreading our retirements out over the next 60 years to enjoy the prime years of our lives. We can work from anywhere with a laptop and an internet connection. We do things differently. We work smart instead of hard. We don't trade time for money. We trade results and impact. If you would ask your parents or a college advisor if what we're doing is possible, they'd shake their heads. Yet, we're doing it every day from cafes on the beaches of Bali, mountain chalets in the mountains of Colorado, and jungle apartments in Colombia. And we're making more money than we'd ever make in a full-time job. This podcast is about one question. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from, where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. Here's Christian. So if you joined us last episode, you know that I'm covering my year in review. What 18 lessons did I learn in 2018 that you can apply to grow your business in 2019? We covered one through four in the last episode. Go check that out if you want to see it. Today, we're starting on lesson number five. Now, I touched on this a little bit before. Number five is the difference between rich people and poor people is how they spend their free time. This is not my lesson. This is actually Robert Kiyosaki from the Cash Flow Quadrant. He said this, and I wrote it down, and it made a big impact on me. So there's a common thing. To be in the 1%, you have to do what the 99% won't, and This is what I covered last episode. This means spending the majority of your free time on production rather than consumption. So instead of using apps, you're making them. Instead of watching TV, you're creating TV. Instead of listening to music, you're producing music. So this applies to pretty much everything in life. You don't have to produce everything, but you have to find one thing that you're really good at producing. Because producers make money, consumers spend it. You want to be on the production side of that scale. So when I walk onto an airplane and I look, I'm boarding the plane, I'm walking down the aisle and I look down sometimes and I see what people are doing on their phones. And I look at this on uh, commutes too, on trains and even Uber drivers. I listen to what they're listening to. Now, most of the people you see, what are they doing? They're playing mindless games. They're playing games on their iPhones or they're listening to the radio. Now, this time, this time spent sitting on an airplane or in traffic is what Tony Robbins calls net time, no extra time. And what it means is during this time, you can be either educating yourself or producing things. And it's not taking out any extra time of your day because you have to be there anyways. You have to sit on that plane to get to your destination. Now, you have a choice. You can spend that time playing mindless games Or you can read a book that's going to make you smarter, that's going to further your career. Or you can spend that time producing something. You can write content for your course. You can draft an email to send to clients. You can write ad copy for your client's campaign. That's one of my favorite things to do on airplanes is if a client needs ad copy, I would just whip it out on an airplane because I have no distractions and I can just do it right then and there. 
And then I look over to the guy next to me, and he's playing Candy Crush, and I think to myself, hmm, you know what? That guy's business probably isn't doing very well. Now, I'm sure I'm wrong here some of the time, because even I spend plenty of time not producing. I watch TV and movies on planes all the time. But I at least try to spend some of my time in production. So people, most people, they spend almost none of their time in production. The more time you can spend in production, as Robert Kiyosaki says, uh, the better your chances of becoming wealthy. Lesson number six. People-pleasing is the enemy of progress. I took a leadership class at the end of 2017, and there was a quote in my textbook, and it said, it's straight from the textbook, it's not a quote, it's uh, just from the textbook, it says, agreeableness is not an indicator of success. This is a scientific fact. In what they're referring to are the big five personality traits. One of those personality traits is agreeableness, and basically, if you rank high on agreeableness, you have a lower chance of success in life. And what that means is, is basically you're more worried about what people think about you than getting what you want. Now, if you become successful in life, it generally means you make a big impact, either on scale or magnitude. That means you're affecting a lot of people. So if you are an online marketer and you do digital marketing for clients and you become very successful, that means you're going to have a lot of clients. Now, if you've ever worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients, you know that there's an outlier segment of the population that will hate you no matter what. So maybe if you work with 100 clients, one of those is going to be really, really unhappy with you no matter what. And that's just a reflection of their own life, and they need to take that out on somebody, and they're going to take it out on you. Now, if you can't handle that, if you can't handle that one in 100 hating you, or if you're running Facebook ads for yourself and you can't handle those haters on your ads you're not going to get very far in life. Or if somebody pressures you, hey, stop doing that because they don't like it for some reason, but you're getting results and you listen to that person because you're agreeable, because you don't want to offend them, uh, you're going to have a very hard time succeeding in life. So you have to be okay having people dislike you. About half your market is going to love you and half is going to hate you if you're doing anything significant. So people-pleasing is the enemy of progress. Become okay being disliked. You're going to have a lot better time uh, being successful in life. Lesson number seven. You have to resist the pull back to normal. Once you start to break out and start your own business, you start having some success, the people around you are going to pull you down in subtle little ways. And as human beings, what we do is we tend to adapt to what's called in-group values. This is uh, the term that psychologists use, but it basically means we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. We're biologically wired to want to be the same as those people around us because that's our tribe. They're going to keep us safe. So if we go back to caveman days, we're biologically programmed to want to be just like the people around us. Now what happens is when you break out and you're hanging out with normal people and you're trying to build an empire, you're going to get pulled back to normal. The same thing's going to happen if you start to get in really, really good shape because you become obsessed with a goal. People around you are going to say, oh, just take one day off of your workout. Oh, you can eat cake this week. It's just one time. But you know you need to be singularly focused and obsessed with this goal to get the results you want. But you have to resist that pull back to normal, okay? Now, let's try to reframe this for ourselves. If we're automatically going to conform, how can we make it easy for us to become ultra successful? 
all you have to do is make the new normal something that's way out of your current reality. So pull yourself up instead of resisting that urge to be pulled back down. This week I'm on a cruise with a coaching group, the Two Comma Club X coaching group, and there's a lot of people on here who make millions of dollars a year. Now, what do you think I feel? I feel pressure to make millions of dollars a year to fit in with the group. So that peer pressure is actually going to work in my favor instead of against it. So that's how you pull yourself up. You put yourself in a new environment where the normal is what you want. That's going to make it a lot easier to achieve your goals. Lesson number eight. It is normal to feel like everything is going to fall apart, but no matter what, you cannot have a plan B. You have to burn the ships. So there's a tale, I don't remember the specifics, but basically this army invades an island. And the captain of the ship tells his men to burn the ships, which means there's no going back. They either defeat their enemies on this island, or they die trying. There's no escape plan, there's no plan B. They can't get back on their ships and go back to where they came from. This causes you to go all in. It causes you to commit to the outcome that you set out to achieve. If you have a plan B, you're always going to be hedging. You're going to be one foot in, one foot out, and you're not going to get the results you want. Okay, So you have to be willing to die on the battlefield to win. Now, the reason for this is that the market only values excellence. So if you want to half-ass something, nobody's going to give you any money and nobody's going to work with you, okay? The market values excellence. The people at the top take almost all of the rewards in a market. And what this means is that if you put 80% effort into something, you might get zero results, but 100% effort might get full results, okay? So full effort gets full results, Try to take away your escape plans, try to take away your plan Bs, and I don't mean get yourself into a catastrophic situation. Uh, so if you haven't made money in your business yet, I don't mean quit your job right now, but I mean work towards that place where you're going all in on one thing, okay? When it makes sense. That's all for today. That's lessons five through eight in the, two th in the 18 lessons I learned in 2018. I will see you on the next episode. Use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from where you can work from anywhere in the world. If you want the answer, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review now. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. See you next episode.